All right, testing one, two, three. We're on. Pretty sure we're on. Of course we're on. So just press the on button. All right, this is Coreman Power coming at you with a fresh new podcast. This evening, this afternoon, or this night, this podcast is going to be in the relation, in relation to the topic of antioxidants. Yes, the buzzword gets thrown out there big time. Superfood and the antioxidants. So we'll be discussing what is antioxidants, free radicals, vitamin C in relation to the topic of organics against conventional, high foods in it, high antioxidants, uh, berries, beverages that contain antioxidants, and just all the topics in relation to general health and well-being. So before, we, before I started this podcast, after doing a small bit of research on the topic and a bit of reading, I decided to have an antioxidant-filled beverage. My typical choice of antioxidant beverage would be antioxidant-filled green tea. But one I don't typically have that much of is coffee. Right, this is just me in particular. So I decided to have it after doing a bit of research and seeing the benefits of it not only being high antioxidant, but also improving cognitive function. And it's all about me specifically, and it has what? The ability to improve cognitive function, and as well as that, it has a massive effect on me right now because I don't commonly have it. And that's something that's very interesting, that if you consume something that you don't typically get, you're going to have a larger effect on your body system. So that we will be discussing that in relation in this podcast. So we'll start off this evening, this podcast, with telling you a little bit about what is an antioxidant. An antioxidant is found, it's a chemical compound found in all different fruits and vegetables in higher amounts in some fruits and vegetables than others. And we will be mentioning which ones are higher, which ones are lower, and the different four different main types that there are. Right, so these antioxidants are a protective chemical compound that protect the body from oxidative stress. What is oxidative stress? All right, oxidative stress occurs when we consume, which are naturally occur in the body, from free radicals. These free radicals are, are produced in the body when we train, when we consume foods that are produced with excessive amounts of herbicide or pesticides, and when we breathe in toxic air fumes from the likes of built up areas in the city and as well as that excessive amount of sunlight exposure produces oxidative stress. So the health benefits of increasing your antioxidant content in your diet, they protect the body from this, these free radicals. It is a neutralizer for all the world. That's in its simplest form, it neutralizes the effects of free radicals. A certain amount of it is normal. However, excessive amounts will increase aging, will increase the likelihood of such illnesses, chronic illnesses as cancer. But just to put it in its simplest form, how does it affect, like, some people like, are unsure of how it actually works. Just take the example of an apple. Okay, when you cut an apple and it starts to brown, that's in its basic and simplest form 
antioxidants and free radicals or free radicals excuse me free radicals occurring in the apple when the air is exposed to the flesh white flesh of the apple oxidative stress is occurring however we can reduce this by consuming an antioxidant which is vitamin c we're squeezing a little lemon a little lemon juice on the apple will reduce and slow down the process of the aging of that apple and it happens the exact same way when you consume high vitamin c foods and what are high vitamin c foods i hear you shouting down the phone in the car and you telling me oranges 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 Yes, they are high in vitamin C, but the horticultural fact that's coming at you here this evening, even higher vitamin C content is found in, yes, I said it, peppers. Did you know that? Peppers. But just to tell you as well, there is another cooking fact. I'm going to say it's a cooking fact. I not only love growing organically, I love cooking too. It kind of comes hand in hand. Getting back to the point that you can lose a high percent, up to 70% of the, of the antioxidants in peppers when cooked. All right, so just bear that in mind. Cooking is a very important part of day-to-day well, -day living. But however, the reduced amount of cooking time you give to your peppers is important. And in fact, you could even eat them raw or even lightly sauteed is what i recommend if you're not inclined but they're sweet to taste so i always add them in right in the last minute or if i don't have them raw typically in my meals so as well as that you can get antioxidants from supplement form however there have been studies to show that these antioxidants taken in supplement form such as example vitamin c tablets have had zero and no effect and it's something that I, I'm not even a major fan of, supplements, due to the fact that when you do take a supplement, th that studies have shown, firstly, that they, some of them don't work. They don't work. So why are you wasting your goddamn money on them? Secondly, why would you not rather have an orange, some pepper, some kiwis? These are all high in vitamin C foods. All right. Another one, green leafy vegetables, high in vitamin C. Broccoli, spinach, all leafy green salads, getting them in there. When you do that, you not only get the vitamin C, you get the fiber. And the fiber then feed the microorganisms in your gut and then increase your gut microorganisms. When you increase your gut microorganisms, then you then have the knock-on effect of these microorganisms absorbing more vitamins and minerals from your food. See, there's always a knock-on effect. So if you take a tablet or a supplement and just to get your one single ingredient of, for example, vitamin C from that tablet form, you lose out on the fiber and the other vitamins and minerals. And as well as that, who would rather, I would for sure, hands down, don't know if there's anyone else with me on this one, I would much prefer to have a leafy green salad with peppers, with, you could say, kiwi you can mix it in there or broccoli have some broccoli that contain these high vitamin c as well as high fiber these are satiating so you not only get the knock-on effect of 
getting a vitamin C, but you also get the fiber. When you get the fiber, you feel satiated. And when you feel satiated, you don't, you're less likely to have the cravings for other foods, preventing snacking, reducing the amount of processed foods you eat, all knock on healthy habits roll on to each other. Do you know what I mean? It's like one of those knock on effects. Lovely hurling. As well as that, we'll just move on to the next little tip topic. Organic food statistically has been proven to have higher antioxidants. Yes, get in another benefit of the good stuff. Get on to the good stuff, right? This may be due to the fact that organically grown fruits and vegetables do get nibbled a little bit more than conventional due to the fact that they haven't been heavily sprayed with pesticides or herbicides or chemicals. All right, don't be afraid of a little small bit of a nibble from these fruits or vegetables. So when you see that little slug hole in your salad that you got from the country market, you can just say to yourself, yes, happy days, I'm getting increased antioxidants for myself in my diet. But as well as that, sometimes you don't consume the leaf for, for all the world. A typical example of this is the tomatoes. You might have a couple of nibbles on the tomato leaves that then you don't consume the leaves of the tomatoes. However, you do consume the fruits of that crop and therefore you have a higher taste, higher what? Antioxidant content in that. And just to note that there are antioxidants are linked with flavor and that's why chemically free produce as well as or, or organic produce are tastier because antioxidants are linked with flavor therefore antioxidants therefore chemically free and organically grown fruits and vegetables are tastier and who doesn't want to be eating goddamn tastier fruits and vegetables i sure as hell do love a tasty organically grown tomato and actually I, I find it difficult actually to eat non-conventional oh sorry conventional tomatoes especially once you taste once you get a taste for it that's kind of that's kind of it you're hooked you're on it but how do you have the tips and tricks how to get more antioxidants into your diet how are you going to do it well a tip that, that sometimes it's some, sometimes it's simplistic sometimes it's not if you could a little tip I use is half the plate should consume that you consume in your meals should be of fruits and vegetables sometimes that's a little too simplistic then we go back to the five a day like tell me now how many of us are actually getting your five a day right did you have any for breakfast could you have some for breakfast could you have some fruit and could you have even some salad who's to say you couldn't have greens with your breakfast. Omelettes, put in as many green leafy vegetables, even dice up some broccoli, you name it. Put them in there, put them in your breakfast, put them in your lunch, put them in dinners. <sighs> but as well as that, people often ask me then, or this comes up into context when we're chatting about healthy fruits and vegetables. Coleman, what vegetables are low carbs? I'm worried about carbs. I'm throwing down my pen here because it's not the goddamn carbs in the fruits and vegetables that are a problem. It's the carbohydrates in the processed foods you're eating. It, it drives me, I'm going to say, up the walls because this is commonly said. They're worried about the small things. Uh, the, 
the minute carbohydrates in the fruits and vegetables. Those are not the problem. It's really that chicken curry you had on the Friday night. That overindulgence on chocolate. It's the snacks in between. See, when you make a conscious effort to increase your antioxidants, you're going to get the knock-on benefits of all these vitamins and minerals that will have no end to the benefits. But when you eat good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you look good. And when you look good, you gain in confidence. All right? Like, I used to be the most confident individual that there ever was. But as I started to consume more fruits and vegetables, I obviously gained in energy levels, firstly. Because macronutrients are used in so many processes of the body that undoubtedly it improved my performance on daily tasks. And not only did it improve it on daily tasks, it improved it in my training. And I really do feel passionate about training. Like, because when you do train, you get these healthy endorphins. And then from these healthy endorphins, again, you get to, I, I'm in the position that I know about how to change body composition. And when I change my body composition, I then get a knock-on effect as well as more confidence. Boom. I love it. All right. The next thing we're going to be talking about is high antioxidant foods. Jesus. What are they? I'm going to tell you, straight off the bat, all right, all berries, all cherries, strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, cranberries, apples, plums, you name it, we got them. Apples, for example, contain 60 units per serving. All right, don't you say, apple a day keeps the doctor away. That's so true. Then you have bananas that have 40 units per serving, but you see, that's only antioxidants we're talking about. And they also have other vitamins and minerals and fiber, high fiber content. And then we'll move on up to strawberries with 310 units per serving coming at you. Boom. Love it. Yes. Then you got blueberries with 380. This keeps going up and up. 380 per serving. Then the most commonly found and easily consumed High antioxidant food in the berry section. We got it. You know it. Blackberries. Boom. Get on them. They're coming round the season. September. Look out for them. On the side of the road. Get them wherever you can. Keelings. We're going to be selling them too. There are other berry serving providers. I think I have to say that, don't I? For sure. <laughs> yeah. So those are the berries that we're going to be talking about. Right. Then we'll move on to other items where we can get increased antioxidants. And this is, this is one where people often say, they say, Aquaman foods, they're healthy foods, sorry, are, they're boring, they're tasteless, they're crap. But the thing is, you're not cooking them in a way that makes them taste tasty because you're not using as much spices. And when you increase, when, sorry, yeah, when you use spices, you not only increase the flavor, but you increase the antioxidants. Yes, we're back onto it, back on track, boom. The spices that are, that is highest, most commonly found, is cloves. 
yes, clothes, brown clothes in particular. But as well as that, just in, in me, in general, I'm not mad about clothes. But that's just like anything. Someone will often tell me, oh, I don't like this, oh, I don't like that. There are other options, and that's just fine. For me, that's, for me, I just don't like clothes. Second one, cinnamon, second highest. Boom, I do love cinnamon, and I have it in my breakfast. I have it before I go to bed. Put it in your smoothies. Put it in whatever you like. You see, remember the fact that when you were growing up and your mother was trying to get you to eat more vegetables firstly. She was trying to get you to eat onions and she'd be chopping up, making these lasagna. And then you'd be like, oh, mom, I don't like this onions. Or they'd be in something and she'd say, I don't like onions. But your mom was thinking, your mom knows. Your mom knew at the time, you just didn't know it. So she'd chop up the onions, she'd finally dice them, she'd finally chop them into nothing, mix them all up, and she'd pop them in a lasagna. And you'd kind of go, what's, you can really chop, she put them in, unknowns to you, mixed with lasagna, mixed with the sauce. <laughs> and you kind of go, mom, geez, that lasagna was lovely. And she's there smiling away to herself, and kind of going, yes, snuck in them. But she might not know it was antioxidants, but still nonetheless, she got them into it. <laughs> It's kind of like that with spices that are high in antioxidants, don't forget. You can mix them in the foods, in your bacon, in your breakfast, in your porridge. Right? There's a spiced overnight oats that I, tip, I can, I do have on a regular basis. I put in cinnamon. I sometimes put in cumin, another spice that's high in antioxidants. Basil is another one. I have on my YouTube channel a tomato, a pan-fried hake, and organically grown tomatoes and basil. It's delicious with a high herb of antioxidants. The basil, black pepper, garlic is another one of the spices. Ooh, well it just pops into my mind. Garlic, the antioxidant found in that one is allicin. However, to increase and release this antioxidant called allicin, you have to crush it and leave it sit for a maximum of 20 minutes. But then after that, once the 20 minutes is up, you can then cook it as much as you like. And as well as that while it's popping into my head, broccoli is, just dropped my pen, is another one that contains an antioxidant called sulfurophane. Right, this compound is an anti-cancer fighting antioxidant found in all brassica or cruciferous vegetables. However, this is the important note, that this antioxidant becomes deactivated when it's cooked. Oh, holy God. Yeah, I said it. So, you could eat it raw, but who the hell wants to eat raw broccoli, raw Brussels sprouts, raw kale? Sure as hell don't. If only there was a way. There is a way, yes, and I'm going to tell you. It's called the hack and whack and hold technique. You could chop it up and leave it sit for 40 minutes and then it produces this compound called sulfurophane and then you can cook it as much as you like. But then you're telling me, Coleman, who the hell has 40 minutes to wait? I come home from work, I come home from the gym, I exercises, hit training, spinning class, Hurling football, GAA, camogie, cricket, and I want to eat my dinner, I want to have my broccoli. God damn it, high in vitamin C, full of antioxidants. If you wait the 40 minutes, 
No one's got, don't say no one has time for that. Who's got time for that? I sure as hell don't. Is there another way? Yes, there is. I'm going to tell you about that one too. All right, you could and should to increase this antioxidant, sulfurophane, you can cook it. But then straight after you cook it, add green leafy cruciferous vegetables to it or ground mustard seeds. All right, found in any of your health food shops, these green mustard seeds are the seeds that are cruciferous vegetables such as broccoli, such as kale, such as Brussels sprouts and or cauliflower are grown from. You ground them up, sprinkle them back on. This reactivates this sulfurophane antioxidant compound nearly to back up to 100% of its original form. So there you are. There's a cooking tip. There's a horticultural tip coming at you. And I do, like that is just, I do love that fact. Everyone that's amazed by it, get on to it. So now we're going to talk about the four main antioxidants that there are. We talked about sulfurophane in the broccoli. We talked about allicin in the garlic. But there's four main common ones. We got lycopene, which is the red pigment, and which is a natural mood improver. All right. Typical vegetables that contain lycopene, tomatoes. Yes. I do love a classic antioxidant filled tomato for sure. But it's not only found in tomatoes, it's found in watermelon, grapefruit, and as well as that. It's a natural mood improver. Yes, natural mood improver. Get on it. Next antioxidant we got is the classic anthocyanin, which is the purple pigment found in common foods, such as, you're naming them out already, red onions, beetroot, one of my favorite vegetables, red grapes, and red cabbage. All right, this pigment has been known to reduce the signs of re, uh, degeneration of the skin. Yes, and who doesn't want to be looking younger? But the thing is, how can we incorporate that into our diet? By simply eating these whole foods, adding, we'll just bring it back to the most simplest form. If we eat colorful foods, you increase the antioxidants in your diets. No need to complicate it by learning off lycopene, anthocyanin, haven't even got onto the next one, beta carotene and chlorophyll. That's the green pigment. Beta carotene is the orange. So, strip it back. Eat the rainbow. Make, make it as simple as you possibly can because simple things done on a regular basis get you from where you are to where you want to be and everyone wants to be that small bit healthier. Do you know what I mean? That's the way it is. So the third main antioxidant that's out there is beta carotene that I touched on. Beta carotene is the orange pigment found in carrots, which has been known and proven to improve eye health. Everybody wants to see clear and stay visual, visually as clear as, as visual, their eyes, keep their eyes as goddamn good as they possibly can, really in general. The other, Items or foods, vegetables that contain beef carotene is sweet potatoes. I love 
all sweet potatoes. And it's a complex carbohydrate, a slower release of energy. Oh, absolute beauty. Mouth is kind of half water in here now at the minute. <laughs> but as well as that, beta carotene has also been found to protect the skin from harmful UV rays and reduce redness, which is very important throughout the summer months. One of us typical Irish going out there, one bit of the sun that we see a year, we're out there, no sun cream, straight out into it, rosy red, and beta carotene, it'll help reduce the redness. So the chlorophyll is the fourth of the main four antioxidants that are out there. Found, it's a green pigment, if I didn't say that already. Green pigment, chlorophyll. So it's found in all green leafy vegetables, spinach, Kale, broccoli, leafy salads. Keep it organic. So, if you're looking to increase your chlorophyll content, eating the greens is going to increase your antioxidants. But as well as that, sometimes I always recommend to eat as fresh or as local or and organically if possible. But that's, that isn't always the case. You can't get to the, a local grower. You can't get to the country markets. It's not in your store. Your little Giraldi's, your Tesco's. It's just not there or it's not available. But just an important note that when cooking these foods, if you eat them from the frozen section, you reduce the amount of antioxidants when cooking. But to maximise the benefits of it, Obviously, eat them whole, eat them fresh, because fresher, the fresher the fruits and vegetables that you consume, the higher the antioxidants. So, keep it fresh, keep it organic, if possible. But as well as that, going back to the sulforaphane and the broccoli, if you eat brassicas or Brussels sprouts, or who, who's eating frozen Brussels sprouts? If you are, if you're eating frozen cauliflower, if you're eating frozen broccoli, add in ground mustard seeds to reactivate that sulforaphane antioxidant. So we're moving on to beverages. Alright, before we do that, just popped into my head about the cooking. If you're cooking foods and you want to increase the amount of antioxidants in your diet, which I highly recommend, and this is why I'm doing this typical podcast, a particular podcast on antioxidants, as I say, don't do a granny morph on it. Don't overcook it. Don't boil it to in an inch of its life. The reduced amount of cooking that you do on particular vegetables is going to increase the antioxidants. And I say don't do a granny morph on it. I mean, when you put the fork to it, that it doesn't go straight through it like butter to a like knife through a butter or butter through a knife. <laughs> but in saying that, there are typical foods that increase their antioxidants. And one of those is carrots. Carrots can increase their antioxidants, the vitamin C, by up to six times when cooked, steamed, roasted. So carrots are one of the ones that increase their antioxidants when cooked. However, tomatoes, getting back to one of my favorite vegetables, increase their, how to increase their antioxidants, the lycopene, Concentration absorption in tomatoes has to be consumed with a healthy fat. What's a healthy fat? You can either cook it with 
Name a healthy fat. Boom. Coconut oil. Olive oil. The ones that I typically use myself. Oh, can still in it with nuts, avocados. This is the best way to increase your lycopene. It's, I don't know what they say. People are throwing it out there. It's not what you eat. It's what you absorb. And how you increase the absorption of tomatoes in the like or the lycopene in the tomatoes is to consume it with a healthy fat. Right? So getting on to the beverages. The beverages that contain antioxidants. The majority of us do office workers, people who get up early, they need the stimulants of the coffee. These are high in antioxidants as well. However, there are other ones. Tea, your standard black tea, also contain antioxidants. Alright? So there you go. But important to note the adding and the additives of sugars, sweeteners, that is where we come into a small bit of a problem. People are saying, oh yeah, I have loads of antioxidants in my diet, but you're adding in more sugar. And not to say the sugar is good or bad, it's just that overconsumption of sugar has a negative effect on the body. But another beverage that contains high antioxidants is peppermint. And I regularly have a peppermint. Typically have it before I hit the bed. A hot beverage is one tip that or trick that I use for aiding in my sleep. And sleep is very important, which is probably another podcast that we'll be doing in the near future. For sure. For sure. Alright. Then some people are talking about organic and chemical free that it's too expensive. I'm going to tell you it's cheaper. I'm going to tell you why. Because the more organic or chemically free fruits and vegetables that you consume, the healthier you're going to be, the more energy you're going to have, and the less likely you are to be sick. Therefore, you won't be spending money on doctor's visits, on medications, on these supplements. They're expensive, for sure. You go into your pharmacy and you get the, the subscription from the doctor that recommended to, to get better or healthier for whatever illness or ailment you have. They're goddamn expensive. So if you increase, people who have a diet based on whole food, plant-based products are generally healthier. So you're going to be sick less times of the year. And when you buy, and when you buy organically or chemical free at your local markets, you can even haggle and you can even buy in bulk. Therefore, it's going to be cheaper for you in the long run again. And, therefore, and another point, organic food is more commonly fresher and therefore last longer, and there's going to be less waste. So then again, you won't have to be buying as much fruit and vegetables. So just keep it classy and stay organic, goddammit. All right. And now we're moving on to which is the best one? Which is the best antioxidant food or the one? Which is the best antioxidant food is what we're going to talk about. See, the best antioxidant food, we'll finish up by saying is, the one that you're going to eat the most of. If I told you it was black blackberries and you didn't even like blackberries, well then that's not the best one for you. The best one is the one that you enjoy and that you can put and consume the most of. If it's cranberries, if it's strawberries, if it's apples, it's bananas, it's whatever, pears. That's the one that's the best for you. I'd just like to finish on this final point. Whatever day or night, or evening, or morning that you're listening to, 
this podcast on. What can or will you do today that benefits you? Whether it's getting a gym session in, getting a training session, going, making that healthy food choice, helping someone else, bringing them along with your fitness journey. What can you do today, that one thing that will benefit you? All right? Hope that helps. If that helps one person, then my job is done. Okay? Just finish off by saying thanks very much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the podcast as much as I did recording it. And I'll talk to you soon. Stay classy and keep it organic. Signing off.